Welcome everyone to episode 99 of Missing Pieces, The Pressure. It's getting to me, boys. Episode 100 is looming, and I have no big plans or any kind of spectacular event scheduled for next week. So if you're listening to this, if you're hearing my voice right now, whether it's on YouTube or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, out in podcast land, throwing that out there, give me an idea of what I should do next week. Will it be a spectacular or will it just be another week in my life, Lego, and anything else that's on my mind? It's kind of looking like it's going to be that, uh, but it is crazy to think that we have been doing this that long. It's amazing, but I'm really happy to be here, and I'm happy that you've taken time out of your day, out of your week, out of your life to be here with me as we talk about my week. You know, sometimes I sit down to these episodes with an outline that really has like a clear theme or like a story or a moral to it. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. People are going to really take a lot from this. This week, I really feel like this episode is just me talking about my week. But if that's something that you're interested in, I'm happy to have you. And let's talk about the, I guess, the biggest thing that happened this week in my life in Lego. And that is that Clarkman got me back into live streaming again. Many of you know that over the last three years or so, I've battled this addiction to live streaming, something that I love to do, that I have so much fun with, and I tend to go a little crazy with it for a long time, and then I get like completely burnt out, and I don't know whether we're on that again, but it, it certainly feels that way, because this week, for whatever reason, if we go back to Monday, I, my brain has to rewind really far to get there, because it feels like so much happened in the meantime, but... Clark Mann decided that when we got up Monday morning, he wanted to build a Lego set out of the backlog and he wanted to stream it. And I'm like, okay, I'm down with that. This accomplishes two goals. One, eliminate a set from the backlog. And two, we can hang out with people in the morning because like for me, I am what you call a, a, a very, I was going to say like an alpha morning person. I'm just a morning person. My energy level is at its highest at like six o'clock in the morning and at like 6 p.m. at night, it's way lower. So some people, you know, that they, they get up ready to take the day. Some people, you, you got to work your way into it and you're like an evening person or a night owl as they're called. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like whenever your schedule kind of works with you, that's fine. You know, there's, there's no benefit to either thing. I do feel like, and this might be me being biased, but I feel like morning people tend to be happier people. And you may, this would be a great debate for next week, maybe. Episode 100, the great debate. Um, morning people, myself, and I'm just speaking from personal experience, but if you're a morning person, you tend to wake up like with energy and you're like ready to take on the day. When you're not a morning person, I feel like, and I can't, man, this is hard to make judgments on like a whole group of people, but like if you don't wake up excited about the day and you're just kind of like, oh, I got to get my got to get my energy level up. Maybe maybe it's cuz you're not excited, but like I wake up each day and I'm just like, dude, I'm, I'm I got this to do, this to do, this to do. This is my priority. This is what needs done today. This is what I'd like to do today. And then I try to do all that stuff, but that's just kind of like that's me and uh, I I shouldn't make the mistake of judging other people. I've done that plenty of times. Even on this podcast, like you try to group a whole group of people into one thing and that's just not something you should do. So I won't judge night owls or people that wake up in the morning all grumpy and angry. Like I used to work an actual job, believe it or not. And there was a lady there that you could tell she was just miserable. And I might've told this story before, but it was like a black cloud that hung over our office, which was a small one. Everyone else is pretty, pretty, you know, happy go lucky in the morning and stuff. And I come in like busting, like, I'm like, good morning. And like, I used to specifically be like extra energetic and, and like, 
like really go after her just because I knew how like miserable she was. But it was like, it wasn't because she wasn't a morning person. She was just like miserable at her life and her job. And like, I, I, I don't, I don't know if I was like trying to cheer her up. I want to say that wasn't really the case. It was more like I was trying to like, just kind of like rub it in or like kind of get at her just because she was so miserable, but I would be like over the top with her and, um, I have no regrets, but anyways, a morning person scheduling morning live streams. It's, it's a thing of beauty. Clark man decided Monday morning that we were going to do this. And he picked a little set off the backlog. It was the the uh, Spider-Man Ghost Rider car with Carnage, which, uh, spoiler alert, there's going to be more talk of Carnage a little bit later in this episode, but we built that on day one and had a blast with it, did the live stream, everything was good. We He literally got it done like a minute before he had to go to school. He has to go catch the bus at 8.20 a.m. We usually start like 7.30ish. So he, he built that set. And then Tuesday morning comes around and he's like, let's let's build another set and live stream it. So we did that. And then Wednesday comes and we, we did it again. Like it just, it continued this whole week and it was so enjoyable for me to kind of just vibe with Clark man as he's building the set, killing the backlog one set at a time, which is desperately needed and just hanging out with people and chatting with our, with our community and stuff was, was so much fun. And it's really got me itching guys. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like full on back into this live streaming, um, mentality. And I've been wanting to do this series for a long time that I, I may have discussed who knows how many episodes ago. Sometimes you guys are, you're more aware of what I've talked about when I've done it than I am. But I have this idea for this thing called 5am Lego. And it's kind of, it's not necessarily what we've been doing this week where it's Clark and I kind of like vibing with each other and, and building a set. It's more of like a, a quiet time. 5am Lego is you come down into the perfectly dark studio. Let me paint this picture for you. You come down in this, the perfectly dark studio and you flip a light on. Then you flip on the computer and you, you, you start streaming. And I'm just sitting there nicely, quietly working on something, building something, organizing something. And it's just like, it's just like an experience, you know, it's kind of like what the late night radio shows used to be sort of only in the morning, because that's my time. I would love to do the late night radio shows, but I'm asleep by late night. Like I get up Oftentimes I'll wake up before five o'clock in the morning and like my day is already going. So by like dinner time and I'm like, maybe I'm an old person in this regard and you night owls, this is where you can get your revenge on me. By like after dinner time, I'm pretty much spent. Like we're ready to just sit down and watch some full house, which we've been doing a lot of lately. Thanks to Michael who sent us the entire DVD box set of full house. We're watching like three or four episodes a night. We're now like halfway through the series, which is like eight seasons. But yeah, I'm just kind of ready to chill at night. And for me to come down here at like seven o'clock at night or eight o'clock at night or 10 or 11 or whatever, I just don't have it in me. It's You're not going to get the same person that you're going to get in the morning. So I, I really love doing the morning streams. There are some like downsides to this though. One being that, again, we're doing this every day, apparently. I, I make no commitments, but it seems like every day Clark's like, yeah, let's build a set or work on a set. He's currently working on the mobile bat base, which is a bigger one. So we're kind of breaking that off into a couple of days. But some of the downsides of of streaming in the morning is that most of my audience isn't up yet. YouTube has analytics that kind of tell you where your where your demographics are. And it turns out that most of mine are in the United States, which makes sense, right? And weirdly enough, most of the people that are watching in the United States are on the West Coast. So for me, if I were to do 5 a.m. Lego, for example, like the series that I that I'm kind of dreaming of doing, It'd be 2 a.m. for the vast majority of my audience 
and 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. for people on the East Coast. So that's very early. Most most people aren't up by them. But that's kind of when I'm when I'm like feeling it, right? So sometimes it's better to, to do things when when it's it's your time as opposed to catering to other people. Because I've streamed before when it's like popular times or whatever. And that kind of takes me to the other thing that kind of is a drawback with me streaming, and that is I get really overwhelmed with the chat. Um, there's so much happening in there. In fact, YouTube has another analytic for this and they show you how many chat messages you're getting per minute. And it turns out that my typical live stream, even the morning ones that we've been doing, it's like 15 messages every minute. So think about like every four seconds, there's a, there's a message that pops up or a comment, a comment, a comment, like a, a chat message. And to try to like reply to those or engage or interact with, with those people when things are moving so quickly and you figure if you let a minute go by, there's 15 messages. If there's another one that goes by we were talking about, there's another 15. And I just get so overwhelmed with like trying to like communicate with people and like to acknowledge them and to answer their questions or to talk about the topics that they have because there's a lot of fun stuff that happens in there. And I get angry with myself when streams are over because I always do this. I'll go back and look through the chat and I'll see like, all these messages that were amazing that I missed. And I'm just like, oh my God. While I was answering what my favorite Lego set was, someone put what the meaning of life was in the chat. And I literally, it just it just went right by. And that is like, that that frustrates me a lot. Um, and I, I think about the person on the other end of that that's sitting there and they're typing and they're like, oh, Greg, I've got this really important message for you. And then it goes by as Clark and I are talking about putting wheels on a, on like a Batmobile or something. Uh, but I guess it's the nature of the beast. Another downside is like, now that I've kind of condensed everything down to one channel, as opposed to having all of my live streams of Brick Tech Live where they used to just live and sit there. Like over the summer, I made the decision that it would make sense for me to like condense this all. And like, I should be streaming on the channel where all of my audience is not on some random channel that's out there. But then you end up, when you stream a lot, you end up with all of these, these past live streams that are just sitting there. And I want people to be able to, to watch them, but they're also like clogging up the channel quite a bit because it's like every day there's this live stream. And when I, new people come to the channel, I want them to get an idea of what to expect. And I don't want those live streams to be a reflection of what my channel is at, at this time, at least. Like uh, say a new guy or girl, whoever comes along and they're like, oh, what, Brick Attack, what's this all about? And it's like, oh, it's just like these random live streams and mediocre quality that he does with his his son every morning, talking to people that aren't even there right now. I don't want any part of that. So a lot of people will, will make the, the videos unlisted and I think that's probably what I'm gonna do. But what I was thinking, since I had this memberships thing that I, I really haven't done much with outside of just talking to everybody on Discord, I think I'm going to make them members only, which is like a cool like reason, I guess, to sign up for memberships. You know, it's like you can watch all of our all of our live streams that are out there. And to alleviate the chat thing, I'm considering trying just doing members only chat because I noticed specifically on Friday that I I missed a bunch of the members that were communicating with me and I feel like I'm, I'm kind of serving those people because they're, they've signed up for this thing and for them to be in the chat and to get kind of passed by like, like so many others, it just, it doesn't sit right with me. So I'm going to experiment with this a little bit. I'm also trying to up the quality as well. I'm always on that quest guys. Like my, my whole life is, seems to be a quest. I don't know what kind of quest it is, but is it a fetch quest? I don't know. Video game peeps, where are you at? But. I was, I've been streaming with my phone 
And I notice when I go back and kind of check the quality of the stream, there's occasions where it'll kind of dip for a second or two. And the quality is, yeah, it's, it's, it's mediocre. So I'm thinking about getting a really long cable and running my GoPro webcam. I've been using this GoPro Hero 8 as like my, my camera where I'm showing my desk. This one, I really don't want to be moving around. This is like my good camera. But I'm thinking about getting a really long cable and then snaking that to wherever I'm at in the studio and then working on stuff from there and seeing how that goes. That way I can run it through my desktop, which is obviously a little more like secure than my phone and the connection's better and I can adjust things and I can have all of the stuff that I want on there. So yeah, it's kind of like we're, we're starting a thing. It's still kind of in its infancy. Uh, whether it's going to be a daily thing or not, I don't know. Whether 5 a.m. Lego is going to happen or not, I'm not quite sure. But I just want to be able to come down here and stream whenever I want and share things, which is what I like really love to do. I love that interaction. In fact, like when I compare missing pieces to the live streams, I, I, I kind of like the live streams better because you have that interaction there. You have the the people that are that are commenting back that you can engage with and vibe with versus this where I'm just kind of sitting here and like this is going out. This does help me stay more focused doing it this way, but I do miss that. And I would I've considered doing these live um but I I just feel like it'd be less of a quality presentation if I were to to live stream this. Plus you'd see how many times that I try to do the intro and I, I completely botch it. So that's kind of why these days I feel like now that we're this close to 100, I feel like I can just jump right into it and just be like, hey, it's missing pieces. Let's talk about my week, if that's something you want to talk about. But anyways, I say all that to say, I wasn't really intending for the live streaming section of this to be quite this long, but I just say all that to say that I'm really enjoying it. I'm having fun with Clark, man, building stuff out of the backlog, getting that cleared out a little bit, sharing that time with him before school, using a, a, a time that like, to me, I, I feel like I'm at my peak and a time that I can share with Clark before he goes off. And we get that little bit of little bit together. And it's, it's, it just seems, it just seems like a win for me. So we're probably going to keep doing that. I might, what I might do, I think a way to combine 5am Lego with that. And I don't know whether 5am Lego is actually going to be at 5am or if it'll be like whenever I wake up, I just like the name, but I could convert it to 6am Lego. I think I might come down before Clark gets up and just start working on something. So we get like that kind of like quiet missing pieces, late night radio show vibe like this. And then when Clark comes down, the, the vibe changes and it becomes like the, you know, the, the Greg and Clark hour or whatever, whatever it is. I don't know, but you know, you don't have to have everything figured out. I suppose you, we're just kind of going through it right now, but that was, that was really something that made me happy that came out of this week was us kind of going back into not just streaming, but just kind of like making use of that time. Like it's just to me, like if by eight twenty AM you've already like, oftentimes I'll get up and I'll start editing a video. Then when Clark gets up, we, we kind of get ready and then we come do that. If I can have a video edited and a live stream accomplished by the time Clark leaves and gets on the bus, dude, that just sets your day off on like a, like a good direction, you know? Let's talk about something else though. Let's move on from live streaming. Do you mind if I take a quick drink here? Do you guys mind? You don't. We'll get some ASMR for you guys. This is my water bottle. <laughs> Seriously. The sounds of the water bottle and Greg's water going down his throat. Just so appealing. That's why I subscribe to Missing Pieces. Anyways, let's talk about Philly Brickfest. I actually should have talked about this last week because uh, Philly Brickfest is happening right now. Today, if you, the day you're listening to this, this is the, the last day of it. And we aren't there, if you can't tell. And I, like I said, I should have talked about this last week because there are, 
there are probably at least a few people in this world that are probably at Philly Brickfest right now looking for us as this episode is coming out, you know, just to meet up and hang out. And I would love to meet with you guys, but we made the decision this year to not go, um, mainly because Clark Mann isn't vaccinated. And I don't want to get this into a whole discussion of that. Whatever your feelings are regarding vaccinations or or if you're against vaccinations, that's I, I totally respect that. And as long as as long as you can respect me. But uh, I should say Cody and I are both vaccinated. I, in my opinion, it's a smart thing to do. Uh, but Clark isn't because he's too young to be vaccinated. And right now, Pennsylvania, where I happen to live in the state that they're, they're hosting this, Pennsylvania COVID cases are really high. Like they canceled Philly Brickfest back in April of 2020 when COVID cases were a fraction of what they are now. They also canceled it back in October of 2020 when COVID cases were a fraction of what they are now. Yet here we are in October 2021 and they're like, let's do it. And I think it's maybe one of those things where they're like, well, we've already canceled it twice. We, we got to do it. Like they're, they're probably trying to make some money, obviously, the people that run it, like the people are set up and it's just like, okay, vaccinations are a thing. Let's just run this. And if you're not vaccinated, wear a mask or whatever. And, you know, that's fine. That's fine if they want to do that. But for me, I felt like it was a little bit too much of a risk because if you, I mean, let's, let's be honest here. If you were trying to get COVID, what better place to do it than a convention where you have people set up for mobile days in a row, like people, vendors and such, and people displaying. You've got tons of people walking around from place to place to place, a very mobile audience. They're going all over that place several days in a row. Think about how much is going on there. Like something that you wouldn't really have thought about a few years ago, but think about the interactions that, that are happening and how much, like you have, let's just say you have one person with COVID walk into that place at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. And he's there and he goes from place to place talking to people. He doesn't have, uh, let's not even talk about masks because that's a whole nother issue. But he goes from place to place all over talking to all, of, all the people that have set up. He's really excited about it. He's taking pictures with people, all of this. He makes his way through there. He's there for four hours. He's engaged with all of these people. He's, he's passed all tons of other people that are there and they've interacted with other people. Like, it's just like, it's such a bad idea just in my opinion. Like it's one thing if you're going to go to a movie theater and sit around a bunch of people, at least you're kind of contained around those particular people. Or if you're going to go to a sporting event or restaurant, whatever that is, you're kind of spread out. Convention centers are, are kind of packed. And then I don't know what the, the showing for this is going to be, obviously. I don't know if some people aren't going to go because they're thinking the same thing I am. I do know that of my friend group, Dave is the only one that is, is still going. Uh, everyone else kind of decided like me, like not not the best idea. And I'm not calling out Dave or anything like this is a decision that you need to make for yourself. And I could have gone by myself, obviously could have worn a mask, but my concern is that I do catch something and then I bring it home to Clark, man. And that's just, it's the, the risk isn't worth the reward in my opinion to go there and look at some Lego stuff and, and, and all that. Uh, so we're hoping that next year that changes, hopefully. I mean, I think we're all hoping this, that like kind of the, the world is back to normal next year, <laughs> if it could possibly be that. And whether they do it in the spring or the fall, we will be there. But I am super bummed though, because 2019 was the last time we went to this. And honestly, Philly Brickfest 2019, the day that we did that was one of my favorite days of my life. And I loved it. Like everything about it, it just, it was so awesome. I loved going there and seeing all the things. I love shopping. I love finally meeting all my friends in real life for the, I guess the second time. And 
we went out for, for dinner the night before we went out for lunch. Like it was just a fantastic time. Little did we know that within, you know, eight months, everything would be not like that anymore. So, you know, I guess if anything, I, I said this episode really didn't have any lessons, um, or, 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 um, or themes or anything like that. But I guess this one can be like soaking in, man, because you just don't know. Like I always say nothing's guaranteed. Uh, but yeah, so I'm bummed like this right now we would be, we'd be getting ready to go out for, for Philly Brickfest and doing all that stuff. And to not do that sucks. But in, in my mind or in my heart, I think I made the right decision. It could be all, all worry for nothing, you know, like we could have went and literally had no problems at all. And that, that could have been, that could have been right. Or it could have been what I fear. So you just got to weigh that out. And again, everyone can make their own decisions on that. Let's not, let's not be rude in the comments to each other or anything like that. And maybe this isn't even something to really comment on. You can just think about it in your mind and decide what the right thing is for you because that's all we all need to do. But I, I say all that to say, uh, that's why we didn't go to Philly this week. And I wish I would have talked about that last week. It just, it really wasn't on my mind being that it wasn't on our schedule. But now that it's happening, I'm like, oh shoot, I should have like made an announcement or something that was like, Hey, we're not going to Philly, but then I didn't want to make like a video about it necessarily because then, you know, the crazies are going to come out of the woodwork and be like, Oh, Greg, you're, you're such a scaredy cat. You know, who cares if Clark gets COVID? He'll be totally fine. Yeah. It, it's a possibility. Anything is a possibility. You just got to decide for yourself. And that's what I decided and hope you can respect that. Let's talk about, let's move on from Philly breakfast and, and COVID and all that stuff. Let's never, let's never talk about that again. Let's just make that a thing of the past. Let's talk about the world of Lego. What happened this week in the world of Lego? Well, I guess uh, the one thing that you guys have seen is that I built my first Kobe set, which was a plane. In fact, I'll bring it over here if you happen to be watching this. I can get, I don't know if I can even give you listeners an ASMR. Oh, we can spin the propeller. Can you guys hear that? There you go. This is ASMR attacked episode. I built this uh, Supermarine Spitfire Mark IX. My very first Kobe set. It's a plane. And I'm very happy with the quality of all of the How Bad Is It episodes. This brand has the best brick quality that I've come across. Instructions, I still haven't found a, a, non, a competitor or a non-Lego branded brick building product. I always love saying that. That competes with Lego's instruction manuals. They're just the best. But by far, this is the best brick quality. The only downside is that this comes with a sticker sheet, which I'll show you here as well if you're watching this, that the pieces... Uh, the stickers go across the pieces. So I've kind of decided that initially I wasn't going to put those on, but then the, the comments kind of convinced me that I probably should. Since I'm not going to really do much with the set other than display, and I'm not going to rebuild it into a mock or whatever. So I was thinking about making a video kind of with, with a funny title, like don't ever do this to your sets where you put stickers across pieces, but that'll be maybe this week. It'll be a thing for this week. Also in, in actual Lego, I talk about the world of Lego, then I go on to talk about a non-Lego set. I put the engine in the Bugatti and just an update on the Bugatti build. I am loving the build. The engine was the most satisfying part of it so far for me. And I've really enjoying doing a bag a week. Like I, I actually want to build more, but I really like taking my time with it. Really like being focused on what I'm building, making sure I'm not making any mistakes, no mistakes so far. I haven't streamed any of it just for that fact, because I really wanted to be like 
in the moment and building it and focused on it. So I don't mess up because if you mess up on these Technic builds and you start putting all these pieces in and interlocking them, it is so hard to go back in time. So you really want to make sure you're careful. And I've got the transmission and the engine build at this point. So I feel like we're, we're in a good spot. Uh, so three bags are done, 11 bags left. I've been doing my little YouTube shorts on those. And, oh, this is a little disheartening. I, th I thought this would be funny to share with you guys here. But I noticed that my one-minute video on the Bugatti transmission actually got more views than missing pieces last week. And that just really hurts my soul. <laughs> I make a one-minute video on a bag of a Technic set, and that does better than me sitting here for an hour, like just, just spilling my heart to you guys. But I understand, like that's the nature of YouTube. People come here for, for short, edited, concise videos or even shorts now. Uh, this whole podcasting thing and this long form content is an acquired taste. And it takes, it takes a lot to sit down with someone like this and, and commit to this. So if you are here right now and you've made it this far, maybe you've listened to all 99 episodes. Maybe this is your first one. Thank you for making it this deep into this with me. I appreciate that. Um, I enjoy doing this. It's quite, quite a bit of fun. I try to ignore the numbers and things like what I just mentioned, because if, if you follow that, it just, it just breaks your heart to know that the thing that you like put so much into is, isn't really wanted by your audience necessarily. But then I do get like really nice messages from people every week saying how much this means to them. And for those people, it's for you guys. That's why I'm here. And I, I really appreciate that. So you know, we'll keep doing all the things that we want to do. And some things hit, some things don't. I've never been one to follow the numbers. I just follow my heart because you're never going to get sick of doing that. You're never going to get burnt out. You don't, like, I've never been the guy, and, and I know we've talked about this before because we've talked about everything before. I've never been the guy to, like, chase things, like trying to be the first or the, the this or that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being me. And sometimes that's, sometimes that's enough, right? And that's something that, I guess is maybe another takeaway from this is you can be yourself and people will appreciate that. At least that's what I keep telling myself. Uh, in other Lego news, purchase news, Target's doing a thing right now. I don't know if it's still happening when you're listening to this. I don't know if it, when it ends, but they were doing a $10 gift card off of a $50 purchase. So I ended up making an acquisition there. I bought another Star Wars set. I bought the Mandalorian Forge which I think is a pretty neat set with the minifigs that I thought Clark would really enjoy. Probably end up building that on a morning live stream. And I bought three more gray base plates for my amusement park, which I, th I need to work on this week. I have this idea for an entryway that I want to do, and I think that'd be a great place to kind of kick it off. So maybe that maybe we can do some 5 a.m. Lego with that or whatever. Um, I don't know what a mock would be like in the morning. It'd be me digging through pieces a lot. But the, the I... I keep going back to this concept because it really is on my mind. The idea behind 5am Lego wouldn't be like me sitting here talking, be kind of just me working on something and kind of interacting. And I don't know. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. I'll try to do one of those this week too. So I can report back in episode 100 after like our big celebration that may or may not happen. But I also bought uh, a order from Lego this, this week. I bought the reindeer battle pack, the Santa sleigh set, I bought two of those. Cause I want to have eight reindeer. And then I want to combine this sleigh into one. So I'm going to make that like a UCS reindeer set, I guess. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's oh, the back order on that was rough. It was actually interesting because when I clicked the order button, it was on back order until October 29th. And then I clicked the, like the place, my order button and it said temporarily out of stock. And I'm like, but I clicked it and it went through, they charged my credit card. I don't know when I'm going to get it, but if it comes before like December 1st, I'm totally 
totally happy with that. Uh, but that was pretty much everything in the world of LEGO. I've got some eBay stuff that started to pile up here. I'm getting ahead of that game. Uh, there was, uh, I got my $10 set. Uh, there was a little extra thing that happened last week that I, I probably talked about, but I got that as well. That's going to make a great video and, a, and a, just a fantastic story. And then there was also a redo on my $5 order because I, I ended up messaging the seller and uh, they gave me a refund. So I ended up buying another set. And I think that arrived yesterday in our mail. So lots of things happening there. I'm trying to get ahead of those ones. So I'm not always waiting on a package to arrive. So if I do like the $10 video this week and I order my, I think I'm going to do 15. I think it will be fun. I'll do my $15 one. And then while the $10 one's coming out to you guys, the $15 one's on its way here. And we'll just keep, keep running that. I love that series as a part of the Brickitect Renaissance doing all these different series on here and um, just having fun with it all. So that's about it for for me in terms of Lego. I do have some Watchatech news. I told you guys that Carnage would come back into the equation here, and it did. My buddy invited me, I think it was Tuesday night, he said, do you want to go watch the, the Venom 2 movie on Friday? And I was like, yeah, but I should probably watch the first Venom movie. Somehow I missed that. So this week I ended up watching Venom 1, and then I also watched Venom 2 with him last night, and it was so... It was so much fun to watch those back to back. I didn't realize there was going to be that much humor in the movie, and I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but Venom's hilarious, and the interactions and stuff that they have with Eddie Brock is is so much fun. If you want to watch the first Venom movie, I think you can rent it for like $3.99, or you can buy it for $10 on, I think, pretty much every platform. At least it was that way on Apple. And it's definitely worth a watch. I don't know if I would necessarily buy it. Like, I don't think it's a movie you need to have in your collection necessarily. But it was it was kind of fun getting, like, the backstory and seeing where it went. It's really over the top and just the special effects were really cool. And then the movie Venom 2 um, had featured Carnage, which is one of my favorite characters. And Woody Harrelson played Carnage, and that was really fun as well. So those two movies I'd recommend. Uh, I could see some people not liking it, but if you like Marvel movies, if you like superhero stuff, it's definitely something that that you'll be into and uh, you'll enjoy. Oh, speaking of that, I'm glad I talked about the world of Marvel and Spider-Man. I also I bought a set for uh, Christmas for Clark Man. It's um, I'll, I'll keep it a secret. I don't know if he'll, he'll be watching this or listening to this, um, but yeah, Santa Claus is maybe going to consider that one. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Or I might, I might give it to him ahead of time. We'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty much it in the world of Lego and all that fun stuff. There really wasn't anything else going on this week that I can, I can think of. I've been trying to do better at taking little notes throughout the week instead of sitting down to missing pieces at, um, you know, whenever I go to record and I'm like, so what happened this week? It's so hard to do that. That's why I always recommend like keeping little notes or a diary or a journal or whatever, because you know, things happen in your life that you may want to remember, but it's hard when like life piles up on it and the days start piling up too. So let's go into listener feedback. My favorite part of the episode, starting with Jim Rolf, who is a, a longtime contributor, huge supporter of the channel, just an overall good guy. Listener feedback from episode 98. He says, I've built two sets in the last couple of weeks with Technic. Both needed minor surgery to get them right in the end. Ooh, I've, you know, I've been there. My Orange Porsche, I had to like reach my hand down inside that thing on a mistake that I made. And I was able to just get this piece wedged in there just right and I made it work, but it was, it was a harrowing experience. And yeah, you really gotta be careful with Technic. It's not like 
a regular set where you can just rip it apart and put your piece in there. It's, his advice is for anyone and, my, and me. He says, stay focused and move slowly and you should be good to go. You can also check out other YouTubers to see where the gotchas lie. I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. There's probably probably our videos out there that are like, hey, watch out for step 198 of the Bugatti. This one's real weird, and this is how you need to do it, or they messed up, or whatever. That actually be a good series. How how to not mess up Lego? If somebody wants that, you can have it. it. Says as a Virgo, this is kind of an, 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 another topic. He says as a Virgo, I live in what ifs, like Marvel. It says YouTubers. Oh, wait, <laughs> I'm going back and reading the other line. Seems to be in our nature to reflect and worry on past choices. Many a night I've thought through scenario after scenario, wondering if what I did, what if I did this or that. I'm trying to live in the moment more. Maybe it's just age or life experience, but I truly feel like if I'm gonna, if I'm doing things from my heart, I should not have these moments of regret so much. I still worry. Hopefully, just hopefully not as much. So I'd say to you. So I would say to say, I would say to say what you mean politely if you can and always act from your heart. Hopefully you will live in peace and not regret and there will be less what ifs. Thanks for the content, Greg. This is always an emotional awakening or release. Just having these in my week to listen to as I work or drive or ponder what ifs. Yeah, I think it's easy to do that. I'm sure we all do that. You know, you you have a uh, we talked a little bit about this last week or a lot about this last week where you, you zigged when you should have zagged, should you have zagged when you zigged, you know, things like that. And you can, you can dwell on those things and you can think about what would my life be if I would have done this differently? What if I caught that pass in the end zone and won the state championship? How different would my life be? You know, all these little things may have big impacts on who you are right now, maybe in a good way, maybe in a negative way. I think my favorite movie on on this topic is called the butterfly effect with Ashton Kutcher. It's really, it's a fun watch to see how he makes these, these little changes, but then it has like devastating effects. So it's not always a good thing. If you, if your what ifs would have been this or that, it can be bad too. So sometimes you just have to be thankful for where you're at and maybe worry less, just kind of let things happen to you, but still be in control. Don't just let life happen to you. Make, make your choices, but make, make the best choice you can in the, in the moment with the information you have. That, that's advice that you can take to the bank from Advice Detect. Next comment comes from Yannick. He says, I remember almost five years ago, my dad had a heart attack. Perfectly fine man, into sports, healthy, but it still happened. And just like you said, in that moment, when I was driving to work, my mom called to give me the news. I really thought I was going to lose him. But in that moment, I couldn't but think about the last thing I said to him. We had a fight about breakfast cereals. In that moment, I realized I was so freaking stupid to have that argument, fight, or discussion about cereals. But thankfully, he recovered from it because some coworker noticed him lying on the floor and doing CPR until the medics came. But it's with those moments that you know that you should be thankful for the life you have and enjoy it as much as you can with the people around you. That's great advice because you just never know. And think about those interactions you're having with people. Like Yannick said here, do you want your last conversation with someone to be an argument over breakfast cereals? Always tell your people in your life how much they mean to you and how important they are because you just never know when that when that day is going to come. Say the things you want to say. That was my parting advice last week, and I hope someone out there took that. Next comment comes from Beautiful Bricks. It says, dang, I'm all emotional teched over here. Both my parents are not that well right now, and I'm trying to absorb every minute I have with them. I have to say thanks for these amazing podcasts, Greg. Thank, thank you for listening. I listen to them on Spotify 3 a.m. Monday morning while I'm working, driving to my first delivery. Like this episode, I want to try to come to YouTube and watch them again so your numbers go up. No, you don't have to do that. You just, you just enjoy them. 3 a.m. on Monday, though, we were talking about morning people here. That might be you, unless you, 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 you pulled yourself out of bed to go do your job. But 
that's pretty cool, right? Somebody's out there listening to this three o'clock Monday as they're going to their first job, getting their deliveries done. That's pretty awesome. Hey, you'd be a great candidate for 5 a.m. Lego if I decide to do that. That's going to be two hours later. You can just tune in live and do your job while I'm vibing and building and doing whatever the heck we do at five o'clock in the morning in the Brickitech studio. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for, for coming over and leaving a comment. And I'm sorry to, to take it uh, to the emotional realm last week. It just, just where I was at the end of that episode. That was, that's kind of what these turn into on occasion. You, that's one thing I think we've learned over the last hundred episodes, probably. Uh, next comment comes from Brick Sequel. It says, I really appreciate this episode and how it was centered on time and family. Sadly, my grandmother has diabetes and my grandfather has stage four lung cancer. So I'll definitely take some time to tell them how much I appreciate them. I hope you did that. That comment was left four days ago. I hope you did that. Next comment on a lighter note, as I'm getting you guys all depressed over here, comes from Brick Tazar. He says, I'm in a similar situation. Brixar makes about 20% of the revenue from all my channels, but gets 95% of the time. As far as building sets wrong, I've done it so much that I usually say I make mistakes so you don't have to. And I, I thought that was funny because when I was coming up with the concept for how bad is it, I really thought about titling it like I built the Kobe plane so you don't have to. You know, it's like one of those, you know, I think it's kind of funny, but I don't think that conveys the same message or like gets the point across is how bad is it? Cause that's like a question like, well, how bad is it? But I, I like, I think maybe the description I'll put, I'll, I built the Kobe Supermarine Spitfire so you don't have to, uh, but I, I like that. And yeah, sometimes your passion projects or the things you really love aren't necessarily economically viable. Missing pieces, for example, like I, I, I th sometimes think like if this was an actual business and say I had to answer to a board of directors or like stockholders, stakeholders, shareholders who say there was other people involved. And I came into the boardroom and I'm like, you know what, you know what I'm going to do guys, I'm going to sit down today and I'm going to record a missing pieces episode. They would all look at me and be like, you know, Greg, I don't know if that's the best idea for the bottom line here. The fourth quarter's coming up and uh, missing pieces. You're going you're gonna to put time into that when you could be doing any, literally anything else that would have more economic impact on what you're doing. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going to do because I enjoy this. This is like, this is a release for me. You guys are my free therapists and this is my audio journal. And I just, I love doing this. Does it make any money? No, it purposely doesn't. I don't put any ad breaks in this. I do put an ad before the video. I was like, what's the harm in that? But you're not going to hear an ad break hit right now as I'm saying this sentence and like ruin what we have going on here. So as a result of not putting any ads in videos and YouTube is crazy with these things. Like I go in and I delete the ads that YouTube puts in my videos. Like if you make a 15 minute video, they want to put like six ads in there. I'm like, who's going to sit through six ads? So like I purposely don't put ads in this. It's obviously has a much smaller audience than anything else that I do on the internet, but I enjoy it. So I continue. Uh, thankfully, I don't have to answer to anyone but myself and Mrs. Brickitect, if we're being honest. Uh, so I just do, I do what I like and uh, maybe not the, the greatest business moves. And I'm sure you can relate to that. Like you could sit down and make Thomas videos all day and probably dominate what your Lego channel does, Jabbo. But you got to do what you love to do because otherwise you're, you're, you're going to be one of those evening people that wakes up miserable and you're going to be sitting in the office and have a guy run up to you and be like, go! just to get at you because you're you hate your life don't let that happen to you guys don't hate your life i should title that this i, I don't think i will next comment comes from the bricky platypus he says when i got back into lego i was honestly afraid my mom and dad 
will give me a look like, really? But they actually seemed okay about it. Like my dad looks for Lego for me when he's at Goodwill or flea markets when I'm not around because I work on the weekends. Uh, I've been there. I got some great in-laws that, that do that for me, as you guys know. He says, I appreciate that he does that. Him and I are the hobby types in the family. He collects vinyl records. I help him look for them too. But recently my mom came into my room and looked around and told me, you're starting to lose space in here. I said, I know, LOL. Yep, the enemy of every Lego collector, money, space, time, all the things that plague us in the real world also plague us in the Lego space. But I'm happy that your parents support you. Nothing hurts my soul more than when parents don't support their kids in whatever they want to do. I, I couldn't imagine, but they are out there. And if you're one of those parents, don't be that parent. Support your kid, whatever they, whatever their heart is into, because you never know where that could take them. They might like something that you consider to be, you know, not economically viable. They might, they might like something that you think is dumb or, or stupid or a waste of time or whatever. But no matter what that is in life, there could be something amazing that comes out of that thing. And you should do nothing but encourage that. That's my parenting plan, at least. Next message. Thank you, Platypus and Brixar and Brix Equal and Beautiful Bricks. Thank you guys all for your comments. Next one comes from Raymond. He says, why don't you film when you take your dog on a nice walk? Hey, I've done that twice this week, actually. I actually want to get one of those recorders where I can just walk and, and talk into it and make like a little audio thing. There'd be no video with it, but the this, the audio would be fantastic. And I thought about maybe just throwing that up on the out in podcast land, if we're calling it that, where you could just kind of sit down and, and like listen to some random musings from out in nature. If you, is that something you'd like, let me know because I could, I could totally do that. I just have to come up with something that I want to talk about, which, you know, as you can tell from this episode, there, there isn't much up here, but, uh, you know, you never know when you hit that record button, what might come of it. Maybe I'll just record myself walking and just rambling about whatever. There's always something on my mind. Unfortunately, a lot of times it's just like these repeating things. And that's another place where missing pieces has helped me is I get my ideas out, get, get the things out of here and to you. And then they don't keep, they don't keep clogging my, my space up here. Uh, but yeah, that's a great idea. He says, uh, this is a same, same commenter, different uh, topic. He says, I never understood that people always want to do more and feel productive and earn more. It's never enough. When I have a day off, the favorite thing I like to do is nothing. Hang on the couch with or without my wife and watch a movie or do some Lego. And I think that is a great way to live your life, sir. Sometimes enough is never enough for people. And the quest for more money oftentimes offsets our actual happiness. And you got to do it. got to do what you love, man. And uh, coming from last week's episode, don't forget that when you're trying to be productive, one thing that you can produce is joy. If lying on the couch and watching a movie or building some Lego produces joy, you are being productive. And I would venture to say that maybe producing joy is the greatest thing that you can produce in your life. Outside of, you know, making sure you have a roof over your head and food in your stomach, like producing joy should be everyone's goal, right? So keep doing that. Congratulations, sir. That takes us to the final part of this episode. Everyone's favorite. I, I made that up. I don't know if it actually is or not, but it feels like a good way to end the episode. Uh, wins of the week. I've got a few of them here. First one comes from Padawan Bricks. It says, win of the week. I was looking around town trying to find the Marvel CMFs. And I couldn't find it, but then I looked in a bookstore called Kohl's here in Canada, and they had them. There you go, Canadian detectors. Might be some Marvel CMFs there for you. But he says, that wasn't the cool part. The employee that was sitting behind the register also collected, and we had a nice chat about all the shows that the figures were from, and that was a very nice experience. Also, the five figures I bought 
were all the ones I was feeling for and it got me hyped. Now I only need three more to complete the collection. Anyway, sorry for the long comment. Hope you have a good week. Don't ever say that. Don't ever apologize. I love this. I love this comment for so many reasons. I love the fact that, first of all, you accomplished your goal. But even more than that, it's awesome when you make a connection like that in the real world. Because we, we've talked before, it's like so hard to do that. It's weird to walk up to someone random and be like, oh, you collect Lego, bro? Oh, what, what, you, you buying the... You buy the Mandalorian Forge there at Target? Oh, you got some base plates? What are you doing? You making a city? You making it? Oh, amusement park. Nice. That's That doesn't happen often. But it's way easier when it's like someone that works there because then they can kind of engage with that. And I think that's pretty cool. It's awesome to go out there and, and like in these days and times that we're in to make a connection with a stranger. Wow. It's pretty cool. So congrats on that. Congrats on your experience. Congrats on getting the five figures you want. Very cool. Very cool, sir. That is definitely a win of the week. Next one and last one comes from Cosmic Lime. It says, hey, Greg, my win of the week was getting getting my first job. Can't wait to sell my soul and give lifelong devotion to the company. All jokes aside, I've been really enjoying this Brickitect Renaissance. Well, I appreciate that. Congratulations on your first job. Congratulations on selling your soul and giving your your everything you have to the company. No, that's not true. Remember, a job is is not that. A job is you working towards a goal that you have. Even though you seem to be day-to-day working on someone else's objectives and what they have set for you, you're also accomplishing yours. You're getting experience. You're making money. Maybe you're saving for something special. You're, you're doing a lot of things for yourself, even though you're doing something for them. Uh, so I hope, hope you enjoy it. Uh, be that person. I want to tell you, I'm going to end this with a story that, about last night. And this will be for, for Cosmic Lime and for anyone else out there. We ran out of the little tablets that go in your dishwasher that wash dishes. And we were taking Clark Man to soccer practice. And I thought, I need a place where I can just run in really quick and grab these things. So there's a Dollar General that's along the way. And I thought, oh, just run in there. So I did. And I, I grabbed him and I went to the line. And the line was fairly long. This was just after 5 p.m. on uh, Thursday night. And the guy working there, as I walked in, he, first of all, he said hi to me. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like just, just someone acknowledging you in a retail space like that is like, it's, it's a, you know, surprising. But then as I was standing in line, which again was, you know, it was, it was kind of snaking around the, the front of the place there. This guy was having the time of his life. Like he was like interacting with the customers, kind of like having a good time with them, making jokes. He was vibing to the music, kind of dancing a little bit. He was just having a blast. And he was doing that with every person. When I got up there, I was no different. Like he was just super nice and it was just an awesome experience. And that's something that I really appreciate is good customer service. Cause so often like people just seem to be miserable. And this is where the, the story is going. If you're wondering, you can have what would cons- some would consider to be like a, a sucky job or whatever. Like maybe working as a cashier at the Dollar General isn't your life goal, but that doesn't mean that you can't make something positive out of it. It doesn't mean that you can't like make the most. You can be this guy that's just miserable and is like, oh, here's your stuff. And then, you know, don't even say thank you. Throw the change on the counter. Be just like the most miserable person. Be that person, the, the non-morning person I was talking about at my job. Or you can make the best of it and be like, you know what? I'm here anyway. I'm here for the next four hours. Let's have a little bit of fun. And people like pick up on that. And you're going to have a better experience because of it, because it's just, it's, it's going to be one of those things where one plus one sometimes equals three. And I just, I'd much rather be that person. So my parting advice for you guys in this episode, in the episode that wasn't supposed to have any kind of uh, story or theme or or moral to it, is that you should try to be that person that's like the, the happy, positive person, whatever situation you're in, because you have a choice. And sometimes when 
when you, you put that out there, it comes back to you. I don't know whether you believe in karma or anything like that, but I will say like, if you're, if, if you are putting positive energy out to people that will be returned to you in some way. I've seen it in my life and I've seen it work against me too. Like think about the morning that you're running late, you know, and you're like, oh man, nothing's going right. You know, your, your shoes in a knot, you're trying to untie it. Then you're, you know, you run over a, your, your kid's bicycle as you're backing out of the, the driveway. And then you get every red light on the way to work and you spill your coffee on your, your white button up shirt. Like all of that stuff happens to you when, when you're having a bad day and you feel it, you know, but when you're having a good day, all those things kind of pass and like, it's what do you want to be? Which would you rather be? That's where I'll leave you this week. Which would you rather be? Would you rather be that guy or the dollar general guy? Never thought I'd end a podcast in that way, but I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you guys all for tuning in this week to episode 99 of missing pieces. I appreciate you as always for taking time out of your, your day, your week and your life to hang out with me for however long it is that we sit here and, and just chat about things. And I encourage you to come back next week as we continue our live streaming ventures. Maybe 5 a.m. Lego becomes a thing if I can pull myself out of bed. Actually, I'll be out of bed. It's just whether I'd want to come down here and flip the switches, I suppose. Uh, but I'll report back next week. Again, if you have any ideas for something fun we can do for episode 100, even if it's just like a segment of the episode or, or something, throw it out there. And uh, I guess most of all, hope you have a glorious week. Make it the best one that you can. Be the Dollar General guy. <laughs> The episode title, Be the Dollar General Guy, it means you have no idea what it means until like the final few minutes. That's how to not get any views on your, your podcast that doesn't get many views. But anyways, guys, thank you for watching. Hope you have a glorious week. And as always, we'll find you in the next Missing Pieces.